What would you do if all crime would become impossible in 48 hours? Hide. <laughs> Just hide immediately. I, I, GTFO. Yeah, a lot of people are going to expect you to be uh, going to use the last 48 hours to take you out. <laughs> yeah, me specifically. It's um, It's been a long time coming. I shouldn't have made so many enemies. I shouldn't have gone out of my way to make so many enemies in my career. Finally, But I happening. did. The kind of maverick I am. This wave thing makes it physically impossible to commit crimes. I'm wondering if this, like, w- w- to what is, does this extend? Like, am I going to be unable to use a bit of meat a couple days after its expiry day after this without getting violently <laughs> ill? Depends what you consider to be, a, like, a moral crime. <laughs> a bureaucratic crime. Hey, I deprive Sainsbury's of the cost of buying a new steak. Maybe everyone would, bec- would become vegan and they- they'd know all along that it was the right choice. Oh, shit, but the amount of... um rainforest we had to clear for vegan food so nobody just eat nobody eats everybody eats what they catch it's the only ethical thing to do or grow i guess it, it might turn out to be the case that ve- veganism is worse for rainforests <laughs> it's yet to be proven <laughs> it's yet to be proven but you know that once mcdonald's gets onto it that's true yeah <laughs> they're gonna find a way well there'd be no more mcdonald's because they'd all kill themselves they realized it was the morally right thing to do <laughs> for them not killing themselves would be a crime they would be unable to commit <laughs> continuing to be alive crazy (laughs) sounds horrible but it's true it's entirely true I'm too old for this brick. <laughs> you can't. That really made me laugh. <laughs> Just take remove the comma and it changes everything. <laughs> too old for this brick. If I'm one my own age. <laughs> we are dangerously close to the halfway point of the first recommendations month of 2021. And what's this mm. coming over the hill? It's a dated song reference. And also Katie Maiden. <laughs> Yay, Tell everybody hello. who you are and why you are Katie Maiden. Why I'm Katie Maiden? Because why? that's what my parents named me. Um, monsters i am um a friend of you guys yeah of uh, the podcast really freakishly i realized that i've known you guys for nearly 14 years oh jesus that's fucking disgusting i know i was like in my bathroom brushing my teeth and i was like hang on the cotton picking (laughs) second september will be 14 years so that's why i'm here i always have my own podcast have you ever heard of which is a history podcast so um and i also podcast with paul as well on screen mayhem so those are also reasons and also because um they hated me so much that they made me watch this film that i recommended so that's another reason (laughs) i'm here we called we called your bluff on this one (laughs) yeah sometimes sometimes you gotta watch it with us folks my bad it's not always just safe pool torture we gave you the option of of changing the film you realized (laughs) it was two and a half hours long yeah you no i stuck to my guns stuck with it that's me and i regret every moment Kudos, Katie. I, I spent a lot of time playing chess with Katie um, in the past, especially when we were living together. And um, yeah, there is a move. There's a sort of uh, idea in chess where basically you know you're not going to win, but you can just make it fucking miserable and un- unpleasant to play for everyone involved. That's my signature that's, move. That's this. <laughs> that's, what's, that's what's been going on the last. <laughs> <laughs> that's Thanks, what this guys. whole podcast has been. My I'm not going to win friend. this. <laughs> 
Oh, God. Katie has recommended the Netflix original dystopian Grumblefon, The Last Days of American Crime. That signal freezes you. It stops you from doing anything illegal. Who the fuck are you? They use the signal to kill your brother. I want to use it to steal their money. What do you say, Brick? You a man who can help me steal $30 million? Because your brother thought you were. Gumblefuck. Gumblefuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jonathan Gumblefuck, and welcome sounds like a, to my Sounds like a Pokemon. <laughs> Gumblefuck. Gumblefuck. Go Gumblefuck. <laughs> Use Gumblefuck. It's everything about him. Uh, directed by the anticlimactically named Olivia Megaton, who also brought you Transporter 3, Taken 2 and 3, and Columbiana. Wow. Uh, he released mm. that this year, so he's still getting work. Still getting work regularly, uh, whilst Lynn Ramsey yeah. struggles to get funding. Sorry, I'm still not over last week. <laughs> still pissed off. You've never, in a, in a way, you've never been over last week. <laughs> Long before it happened. Um, yeah. Megaton was born 20 years to the day after Hiroshima, um, and so he called himself that. <laughs> he was born in France. Wait, is that true? <laughs> yeah. That's why he calls himself that. His real name is Wait, what? Like Ferreros. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, like, that's, that's really that's fucked stupid. up. <laughs> I'm like a mega... Dude, a lot of people died. Like, yeah. so many people. You can really see the influence of that atrocity on his work. <laughs> oh, God. What's that? Not bland enough? All right. Well, it was written by the guy who wrote Oblivion and November Man, starring Pierce Brosnan. Uh, ooh. I didn't know that one. <laughs> is that is that a, an OGT potential? Oh, Christ, probably. I don't think we've had a Pierce Brosnan on yet. No, and there should, there should be, surely. Are you sure? Definitely. It's been four years. <laughs> He's probably snuck his way in at some point. Oh, I, th- I think he was in something. Oh, maybe. He might be a one-man or something. Ugh. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think he's a one-man. Do you guys not keep a spreadsheet? Something. I assumed you had a spreadsheet. I do have a spreadsheet. I could check it right now, but I am just being not. a host That's... guy. Not gonna. <laughs> All right, if you guys can vamp for like 12 seconds, I can find out if B.S. Brosnan is. <laughs> I was bringing up Rotten Tomatoes to see this, surely. I was trying to remember what I'd seen him in that was shit, but it was The World's End, I think. Uh-oh. 89%. David Hyde Pierce, Wendell Pierce, Freddie Pierce. I really mm-hmm. should have looked for Brosnan. No, I'm back to no. David Hyde Pierce, as we all must okay. do at some stage. No, not even a one-man. Wow. Well, that's uh, something to shoot for. You know, <laughs> you guys want a challenge. <laughs> well, yeah. I've now mentioned him in relation to this film, so I think that counts as one at least. <laughs> you can't just throw out, like, Nate. <laughs> you then literally like, can. Oh. Pamela Anderson was a three-man for no reason for a very long time. <laughs> Um, He's critics... in a lot of bad films, Paul. We can, we can. Fuck yeah, we can go out of our way to one. fuck over Pierce Brosnan. This year. <laughs> <laughs> That's our resolution. I actually really love Pierce Brosnan. Let's leave him alone. Oh yeah, yeah, but fuck that guy. Love him, but. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Yeah, we love him, but do you know how many um, times we've had Michael Fassbender on the podcast? Oh, that's true. Yeah. And, I lo- and I love that man. He's yeah, in many I bad do films. Love him. And we were in the room with him one time, weren't we? So. That's oh, true. yeah, all of us. Yeah, all of us and him. <laughs> it was um, huge in every yeah. sense. In every sense of the word, it. There was so much sexual tension, I can't even describe it. <laughs> and then I left. And, uh, <laughs> and it was then it much went. easier to focus on Michael Fassbender. Still been looking for you. <laughs> Critics weren't really up for this one. Not fans. <laughs> Could have let no. it be. Really? Could have, could have taken it meh. or left it. Well, you know what? Actually, they really hated it. Um, <laughs> the, rotten, the Rotten Tomatoes consensus is, this crime is punishment. Come on, Rotten Tomatoes. Oh. What is this? <laughs> you boys. What is this all of a sudden with you, Rotten Tomatoes? You're meant to be summarizing critical opinion. What is... I, I don't like this. I'm keeping an eye on you. It's a bit... Right. 
bit baity, isn't it? <laughs> it's a bit masturbatory, and bit I'm, bit I'm not having it. Uh, speaking of which, Johnny, uh, famous bear wrestler Johnny Aleksinski at the New York Post said, Don't care about story, characters, or words, but love violence? Even you will be disappointed. Oh. I love that as a concept. Even you, filth. <laughs> I watched this film and even you will dislike it. <laughs> even people who just have really, really bad taste in films will dislike this. Yeah. <laughs> I even I, the guy who kills people and eats their faces, dislikes <laughs> Last Days of American Crime. <laughs> and I love Albert everything. Fish did not like it. <laughs> uh, the public, meanwhile. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Uh, Penny for my thoughts at IMDb said In an act of masochistic boredom I actually watched the entire two and a half hours of this film So I'm not being hyperbolic when I say that almost every single scene in this movie did not make sense <laughs> It's so true every, every single one I love Every single one uh-huh. Seriously. Oh, you seen? Nope, still got nothing Still just shapes and colours to me <laughs> <laughs> Actually, hold, hold this review I'm going to the hospital. I'll be back to finish this <laughs> after my diagnosis. <laughs> I have synesthesia, guys. What a revelation. That really, that, that's great. I can now redo all of my movies. Terminator 2 didn't make sense. It does now. <laughs> I finally get it. It makes sense. I have synesthesia. <laughs> that's what I took away from that film. Oh, God. The film has 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. Do we still have a theme yeah. for that? I think so. It's somewhere, yeah. I'll see yeah, if I can dig it out. Fuck! It has fifteen percent on Metacritic. Do we have a theme for that? Fifteen. <laughs> no, I could make one though. <laughs> Fuck! Well, for specifically fifteen percent. Yeah, whenever a film gets fifteen percent on Metacritic, we'll play That's this theme. I really want you to make that now. That'll be so good. Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm gonna have to. Is the problem as soon as we go? Oh, we don't have a jingle for that. Oh, great. Okay, well. Fifteen sure percent. Not sixteen percent. Not fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> no one cares about those numbers <laughs> I almost called you Ellen We need more women on the podcast <laughs> And Do you have a theme for that? And You saying and? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah definitely It's this one And Fuck And it has 3.6 on IMDb Because it's really hard to get lower than that On IMDb is it? It's really hard to get lower than three on IMDb. If you look at like the wow. lowest rated films, for some reason, it always averages out at three. Because there are some people with extremely bad taste. Is oh, yeah. Why. There always will be. Yeah. It's the only place where Donald Trump has a decent approval rating. <laughs> I'm getting uh-huh. topical this year. Uh-huh. I'm going to make it topical oh, this year. I'm going to take him on. <laughs> uh, Robert Hobbs is a three-man. He was police commissioner in Chappie, ape in Serenity, and police sergeant oh. in this. So he's got something at the police and or ape about him. Maybe he is the police. It's like with um, <laughs> the army and Michael Bay movies. Yeah. He just he just goes around, if you're going to film in my city. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Because they did have a few um, cast Cotman. members in f- common with Chappie. And it was shot in South in Johannesburg, right? Oh, in South Africa, was it? Yeah, I think so. So I think I figured yeah. they just had some Chappie folk lying around. And Chateau Copley. <laughs> and Chateau Copley was just fucking there. For no reasons. <laughs> I really hope you have a, a role that will make the most of my strengths. Uh, oh, this guy was only meant to be in one scene, but I guess we could give you a few more. 
You were you were dead Patrick Swayze, right? In Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. That no one can see. <laughs> okay, uh, just one thing before we start. Here are some things that Netflix suggested to me when I typed in the word last before it recommended the 2020 Netflix original f- crime film, The Last Days of American Crime, The Last okay. Kingdom, The Last of the Mohicans, The Last Samurai, The Last Airbender, Avatar The Last Airbender, The Last Stand, the Last Witch Hunter, The Crown, The Holiday, Friends, The Queen's Gambit, <laughs> Modern Family, Big Bang Theory, Bad Moms, Suits, and Only Fools and Horses. Then, The Last Days of American I Crime. I literally had the exact same experience, but with the word American. So I typed in American, and it did not recommend this film. Like, I scrolled, like, hot, like I had to and Google, made it. is this actually on Netflix? You have to type the whole title in for it to be like, yeah. okay, I guess you really want to watch this, but at this your movie, own peril. Well, this movie is... Is un-American, Katie. <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's harshly un-American. Yeah, it's one of those commie oh. foreign films. I think the think the director's French, and uh, he's got a name that's some reference to a thing that America did to Japan. It's just not on, so they buried it's it. It's not okay. The eagle's but, dead. Oh god. You know they paid them for this movie, so Netflix was like, I guess we've got to put it on there. <laughs> we can't just throw it under the bus like we did Glow. Oh, god. oh my god, don't! I'm still not over it. <laughs> no one is over it. No one's a, yeah, no one's now. over it. So, Katie, you modern bad mom and, he- and horses. Yes. <laughs> Hello. Uh, what's what's the one thing about Last Days of American Crime that is why you recommended it to us? W- well, why I recommended it? Yeah. Because I saw that it was like the worst rated movie of last year. <laughs> and I was like, right. if anyone can redeem it, it's you guys. That's why I recommended it. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. We're going to get right about doing that. I wanted to challenge you and also give you pain. Oh god! Which is the two yeah. things in my life that I give to you guys. That's why I'm stuck around for 14 years. <laughs> it does make a lot of sense. Yeah, <laughs> he certainly succeeded in challenging us in providing us a blank canvas, practically, <laughs> <laughs> of a fucking movie. Well, speaking of that canvas, both of you, what happens in this movie? Oh, oh d- fuck me! You Three tell times. me. Well, Seriously, I'm still confused. <laughs> it's easier. Well, I'm out of here. It, 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 it starts with what will not be the last um, scene of exposition. In fact, <laughs> women say it's just the first of every scene of exposition. In the movie. <laughs> we first get to see Not Rafe Spall, who's played by Edgar Ramirez. Um, <laughs> I put him as Not Charlie Hunnam. This is very interesting. Oh, I, I, okay. I thought he was hot for about five minutes. And then um, <laughs> after about five minutes, I was like, no, actually, he's like so terrible that he's not hot anymore. <laughs> which was really disappointing for me because... I thought that it, that was going to be his redeeming feature. However, I was oh. mistaken. We all have a level, you know? I have to act really super well to be hot. Some people have to act extraordinarily to be badly. It has been calculated yeah. that Keanu Reeves is physically incapable of acting badly enough to not be physically attractive. Yeah. I mean, yeah. obviously. But, but not Hunnam slash not Rafe Spall slash not hot guy is... Um, <laughs> his name is actually Brick, which is funnier than anything yeah. I can come up with. So I will yeah. just defer to him as Brick. So good. Yeah. So Brick the Hero um, sets, a guy on, sets a guy on fire. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, um, no, the guy sits... sets himself on fire, to be fair. <laughs> Legally. You can That's look it true, up. That's true, technicality. Yeah. yeah. Um, he dazzles a guy in petrol, gives him a cigar for some, for some reason. I thought it was a flashback because the voiceover after that says, a year ago, and then yeah. proceeds to give us exposition. But it wasn't. It was just it was the before beginning the flashback. of the time. Yeah. yeah. It's this, then um, flashback, then back again. And... Yeah. In the bit just before the flashback, we do get to see that this is a city full of crime. There are yeah, people getting so tussled about crime. a bit. There's a naked lady on a car. Mm. It's chaos. Yeah. <laughs> before the three-minute mark, you get boobs. And I was like, this is setting the tone. 
How else would you know that this is a city out of control unless there was a woman dancing around with her boobs out on top of a car? I wouldn't. That's just (laughs) normal. Without harassment. (laughs) Everyone was so busy with crime that they didn't even have time to harass this lady. (laughs) She's like, come on, harass me. I've got to push this guy around. (laughs) Yeah, a few things were thrown about. There are no cops around. Chateau Copley is here, though. Oh, gosh. What's he going to do? Anyway, back to Renault Race Ball. Yeah. He, um, they were all having a big party because his brother's going to jail. Oh, yeah. Well, this is the flashback now. So, yeah, the brother's yeah, going to jail. Yeah, now we're in the flashback, yeah. Now we're in the flashback, and um, he's going to jail, and the narrator gets explains to us everything we need to know. One year ago, Rick and his crew were gold. They hit banks hard and fast, and they were damn good at it. Rick was their fearless leader, but they didn't run this city. That honor belonged to the Dumois crime family. So long as the Dumois got their cut, they left him alone. Brick's only weakness was his brother, Rory. He was the heart of the group, and he was about to do his first stretch in prison. They were in the middle of a bank job when the government tried out this new concept they have. Hey, hey, this is a sci-fi movie. Kill surprise to me. Um, <laughs> it's um, an anti-crime wave. It's a kind of microwave they can fire off, yeah. which makes people physically feel... So- it's clockwork orange. It's clockwork orange but quicker yeah yeah it's kind of i was really hoping like there would be more of this you know oh yeah like it's pretty much it basically it could be in the film yeah (laughs) that that was it that's the only bit you get so enjoy the sci-fi while it lasts yeah imagine a heist movie where nobody's allowed to commit a crime but they still want to steal all this money so they're having to like rationalize everything the whole time and like yeah there's an interesting premise in there but Better spend two and a half hours on the the lead up to that moment. <laughs> so, um, which you know could could have been done well. Anyway, sure. Um, guy gets going to jail, but he's going to be fine. Oh yeah, yeah. guy gets shot because he can't do crimes anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the the um, guy who shot him could do. Yeah. Brick hides the money that they steal. Then another one kills. Then okay. Then brother kills himself in prison. Um, and we're back yeah. to not in a flashback. So also he gets a letter that his brother had killed himself in prison is that really the way that people get told that that's how you get notified you get a text wow uh, your app gets updated <laughs> i really i used to enjoy posts now i'm not so sure <laughs> be hey, careful just hey paul just letting you know your recent gonorrhea test came back negative but your brother has died of suicide in prison <laughs> so. shit so, but great i thought i'd just save on paper XOXO. and XOXO. tell you <laughs> XOXO signed Her Majesty's government. Well, fuck. <laughs> so, I thought you were going to say signed Her Majesty. Like the Queen personally <laughs> she's sends signed, out. She's, she's got a lot of time in her hands now. Now that the, her least favourite relatives have moved to Canada. <laughs> so yeah. So, yeah back back yeah. in the present, he burns a guy in a bathtub. Uh, and then Brick yeah. kills one of his own men. And then buy some neurotoxin. It feels like it would be quicker to actually just let the movie play and sample the whole thing. Because it takes longer <laughs> to summarise this than the movie takes to just show it and like explain it via It's going to be the narration. longest episode ever. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good plan until Rory killed himself in prison and Johnny D sold them out. No money. Nowhere to go. End of the line. Johnny D, it turns out, was the one who sold sold them out for something or other. Um, oh God! And uh, <laughs> it's it's like, oh, you, you know, um, remember in The Godfather, in Godfather Two, where Al Pacino goes, "I knew it was you, Fredo. It breaks my heart." It was like that. Um, <laughs> we were told by the voiceover. <laughs> and yeah. um, so he kills Johnny D. Oh no! Anyway, Uh-oh. time to time to move on. Yep, neurotoxin. Mysterious woman enters the bar. I wonder who it is, but luckily the narrator is here to tell us she's bad news. Yeah. Couldn't have figured yeah. that out. Um, yeah. She seduces she, him. She was wearing like a leather skirt. Like, <laughs> well, she that's like, always bad, bad news. news. <laughs> and she seduces him by the age-old method of putting his hand on a tip. Yep. Yeah. And saying, I want to have sex with you. 
That's my. That's how my parents met. Do you want to come <laughs> to this skanky, skanky bathroom that looks like it's gonna give me some serious like venereal disease and have sex? Fuck yeah! It's gonna yeast me up. It's gonna yeast us both up. <laughs> oh, what? Sorry, so I couldn't grim. hear you over the sound of my belt unbuckling. I really wanted to wash after I saw that film. Oh god. That well, film? meanwhile, the sound. The soundtrack in that scene is confirming that the director is a Guy Ritchie fan, and the terrifying implications of that really sink in. (laughs) Anyway, here's Michael Pitt. Fuck Um, yeah! 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 Playing, playing, not, not Jason Mewes. (laughs) Well, he's here to be engaging. Copy Heath Ledger's Joker again. And let us know that Briggs Buffett didn't really kill himself in prison. Five words. I'm going to give you five words that are going to that are they're going to make your whole world go upside down. It's going to make you take that gun out of my face. You ready? You look ready. All right, here we go. Word one, Rory. It's not really a word. It's more like a name, but it means something to you. Rory's dead. Suicide. Word two. Something they wrote down on a little piece of paper to tell you how your poor little brother died, which leads me to word three, which is bullshit. Bullshit. <gasps> yeah. What? Say what? Say what? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Say what? Yeah, so, um, and, 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 and if if it couldn't get any worse, he's dating the lady. He just, he just he's, fornicated engaged. in the bathroom. It's her fiance. <laughs> fornicated on. Yeah, and he, Jimmy Darmody, he wants to use yeah. the anti-crime wave to steal a billion dollars from the city's money factory <laughs> wow. it's always a billion dollars <laughs> it's money it's hole. exactly one billion dollars i wouldn't know what to do with one penny more than that <laughs> uh, if i get one penny That's more than that i'm gonna be notice. yeah i'm gonna be taxed to shit if you steal more than that guy it's gotta be a billion <laughs> jesus christ i pay taxes on my ill-gotten gains <laughs> i'm the best criminal um, ever so are you up for it says uh michael mm. pitt says jimmy darmody to not race ball <laughs> i really can't tell there's nothing about your face which is giving this away <laughs> are you awake? <laughs> do you hate us? Mm, I'm too tired for that. Or are you falling in love with one or both of us? I might be Bodhi. Oh no, you're Bodhi. Oh shit. <laughs> oh, um. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. Edgar Ramirez. Are we, have you meant? Are you supposed to have mentioned this yet? I, I was going to build up to it in the plot, but yeah. At one point, I okay. just think, "Fuck, this guy's boring." I wonder what else he's been in. Oh, he played Bodhi <laughs> in the Point Break remake. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh, okay. Up. Wait, there's a Great. remake. Yeah. There's a yeah. terrible oh, well, remake we covered in like oh, episode 21. Oh, then I definitely listened to it, but that was like four <laughs> years ago. It was four years ago. It was the first thing Nell made us do. Uh, apart from Kiss. Oh, that cool bitch. Hi, Nell. Love <laughs> you. I know, right? I should really like so... her. <laughs> She's way too good for you. <laughs> She's too good for anyone. I mean, I've, I've never... I've never said otherwise. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, well, look, speaking of too good for something, um, Charlotte Copley is here. And um, yeah. oh, I hope he's playing something that really befits his talents. Oh, he's a soft-voiced, concerned cop guy. Uh, excuse me, Sarge. Uh, th- there's a lady out front that uh, looks uh, pretty banged up. You might want to... Okay, page three. Oh. <laughs> hey, leave that fucking brought, man. I was just a pig. Obi turns out to be yeah. insane. <laughs> well, kind of. Yeah. I guess sort of. There are no hard, goodies in this movie. Really. Can I just put that out there? There's not <laughs> um, a single one who isn't like. Yeah, this insane. guy's just like a quietly awful guy. So I was just gonna say, Shoto Copley kills a guy in self-defense, and his superiors yeah. react to that as if he just fucked up the coffee order again. He had a gun, Sarge. Just go home, Sawyer. Go the fuck home. Just go home, just go Copley. Home. Just, just go Jesus. home. Jesus. 
Fucking hell. Every time. <laughs> oh no, I'll clean up this guy's brains. God, what a douche. Yeah. Um Michael Pitt has a plan for the 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 fucking awesome trio. And um he reveals that his girlfriend is is the master hacker. She hacked the FBI and the Pentagon, probably. And MIT. I don't know what this, any she of these hacked words MIT. Mean. Yeah. Oh fuck. And got herself a degree. Yeah. <laughs> um You know it because it so, rhymes. He rapped it. <laughs> <laughs> rapped MIT, got a degree. <laughs> I say rap uh, but, instead of hack. <laughs> but look, da- Jimmy Dabity isn't actually all he seems either, because he's the son of a rich crime family, and uh, which kind of yeah. explains his acting choices. And he reveals <laughs> that he wants to do the robbery to get famous, which is not a great thing you want in a criminal accomplice. <laughs> I want everyone to know my or name. A, su- a successful criminal career. <laughs> yeah, it's very yeah. much. It's it's a wet. It's a sticky bandit mistake, isn't it? Yeah. I think the the writers were like, "Wait, why is he doing this?" And they were like, "Oh, we've got to find uh, a re- maybe he wants to be famous." I don't know. I'm thinking of hiring Michael Pitt to play the role. Oh, okay, that'll explain oh, okay, itself yeah, then. <laughs> makes <laughs> makes sense now. Let's give him long hair and just like <laughs> just let him go. Just let him go with it. Planning yeah. happens, I think. Oh fuck me! Um, it does. <laughs> you think the, this is where you went yeah. into a coma? It's it's just it's just hard to know because there's about an hour and a half of nothing. Yeah, yes. absolutely nothing. Well, I suddenly realised that Megaton's tactic here is going to be to make sure that the main character says as little as possible, He-Man style. So he just yeah. has interactions with lots of different people whilst he doesn't say much. He has like six lines in this whole movie. Yeah, he has like six lines, and he recruits. He goes and recruits a guy who has an even more tenuous script on English than he does. Um, <laughs> Billy House, Billy Neighborhood. So you got an American flag in front of your house and shit? You got it. It's not your dream, Ross. I'm too old for this break. He's going to be their driver. Keith, his name, I think. And you know what? By calling him Keith, I just made the guy more of a fucking memorable character than the movie did. <laughs> when I mention Keith now and then, you'll be like, ah, Keith. That's, Keith, that's, nice one. That's not what you got to experience by watching this fucking movie. I genuinely didn't know who he was when he showed up the second time. Yeah, he 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 kind of looked like one of the bad guys from Taken Two. Yeah, maybe <laughs> probably was. one of the bad guys. <laughs> probably yeah, was. people like to use the same actors. Yeah, he was just in Megaton's posse. And you know, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, if I say Megaton, I just can't. It's like a transformer. Like... Megaton. <laughs> hey everybody, this guy's fucking name is Megaton. <laughs> That's why he has a posse. <sighs> Um, it turns out that Lady is an informant. I've called her Lady. I can't remember what you were calling her. Lady <laughs> is an informant because the cops Brady. have her sister, uh, Brady. Yeah. And uh, Brick finds out because he was watching it through the scope of a sniper rifle. Binoculars don't exist yeah. in the future. The only way to look at stuff is through sniper rifles. Through a gun. <laughs> yeah. The only way to do anything. Um, <laughs> look at the eclipse, yeah. Timmy. Holds on the sniper rifle. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't rack the shot. Don't rack the shot, Timmy. <laughs> the love of God, what have I taught you? After Gran. <laughs> After you nailed Nan in a six, six <laughs> headshot. Fucking nice though, Timmy. But <laughs> Nan. Can't have it. Uh, Shalto Copley comes back in and he goes, I want to go on the beat with two days left before this. No, with like six hours left before this thing comes on. Yeah. And they go, yeah, sure, whatever. And he goes home and on his fridge, there's a picture drawn by his son where they're, like him and his dad are both holding guns. And then he sits in front of the TV and eats old Chinese food, the monster, and um, watches a cowboy movie. And he's staring bug-eyed at the guns. And I think, yeah. oh, they're going to develop this. And he's going to become a sort of 
he's going to have the like, moral responsibility <laughs> of the movie here and he's going to teach a valuable lesson so then <laughs> did he so then michael pitt um, <laughs> has um yeah. is dancing around without a top on and then it's time for the heist no it's not not quite he's got one more totally no. essential sequence where we meet his family including oh, yeah. the godfather and he's got an evil speech to give i own the bank no more busting kneecaps for 10% on the streets. We issue credit cards and charge some fuckhead farmer from Arkansas 25%. If you don't pay, I send in the U.S. Marshal. This is the beginning of the heist as far as I'm concerned. Oh, okay. This is essential. <laughs> this is part Because they have to get, no, they to have to get the warheads. Yeah. And his dad's gone. I can't believe how much more interesting this sounds. They're stealing <laughs> warheads from the crime family at the moment. Um, yeah. Darmody gets shot. He blink and you'll miss it. Kills his dad with an axe. Yeah, I I watched it twice because I yeah. literally missed it. I think they must have cut out the actual impact scene because I didn't see that. I just Which saw I them cut back about. and he had an axe in his head. <laughs> there's there's a, there's an arm movement before he gets shot, and then um you just see it cuts to him like you know they do that that shot sometimes in movies where they don't look like they're dying and then they realize they're dying and the camera pans out. Um, <laughs> he had an axe in the head. <laughs> He so um, so he's dying. He also shot his sister. Yeah. So he's got a lot yeah. going on. Look, they escaped with those missile things that they needed. Essential scene. I'm so glad it was here. Um, I <laughs> really feel like I understand Darmody is so much better now. Um, now that I know he grew up in yep. a bad movie. So it's it's great that we mentioned it as well. <laughs> <laughs> that we stopped to mention it. We spent a well, lot of time. A, yeah. Next thing that we need to stop to mention is that Brick goes to confront Lady because uh, now feels like a good time to do that. But oh no bad looking yeah. guy i cannot fucking remember how he plays into this shows up and beats him up he's the he's the goon he's the mob boss goon <laughs> oh yeah it was introduced um, the scene before last yeah he's a rough looking customer i tell you that paul it's like the knights of red um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah the heretofore un- un- unseen knights of ren um <laughs> he, he in- injects um hacker lady with um yeah. with a drug yeah and then he's gonna then he's gonna go and get a um a bit of a rape on yeah, which can make us all feel great, you know. Yeah, good stuff. But it doesn't happen. I mean, you needn't have worried, but... Megaton. It's not like I was having fun watching your movie. You didn't have to go out of your way. <laughs> yeah. Why are well... you so afraid of success, Megaton? <laughs> we have glossed over the bit in which Brick was um, surprised by the guy he burned alive at the very beginning, gets his nipple burnt, which causes mild annoyance. Then he gets rescued by Keith, and... Um... Yeah, they have a sort of exciting car chase, and Darmody manages yeah. to recover from his gunshot wound with a plaster and steal the signal that he'll need later on. Yeah, yeah. So that's so that's all good. That's the thing um, that happened. <laughs> he stops Guy from probably District Nine, um, the goon. <laughs> he stops him. He, he throttles him before he can he can have his horrible way with this lady. Yeah, and then he carries the lady. Um, oh, fucking how too many he's. Uh, fucking not race ball carries Rick. the lady out, and I think they have a bit of a kiss. Oh um, yeah, she gets super horny rape. after her ordeal. It's like, oh, thank you, thank you for this. I'm sorry I called you a loser earlier. <laughs> well, no, it's fine. I thought you were joking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that's Thanks good for saving me. Yeah, here's a couple of lines here as well, which is good. <laughs> yeah. There you go, love. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no time to make out. Darmody is here, and everything is ready for the big job. Wow. I oh, feel like fuck. I've been waiting for this forever, but also nothing has happened yet. Yeah. <laughs> Everything so, and nothing has happened. I mean, speaking of, right, the, the heist happens and doesn't happen all at once, it feels like. 
Yeah, the heist plan really was drive in, shoot everyone, and then blow a way yeah. out. That was kind of the whole thing. It's not like, oh, that's how the rats painted pink played into this. No, they just shoot everyone. Yeah. Well, they, they go in with the under the pretense of selling ill-gotten gains back to the government in the, this amnesty that was going on um, before the, the thing is turned on. Because after they turn on the thing, um, nobody would be able to spend the money because it would be a crime. Yeah. So he even yeah. guarantees yes. against white collar crime. <laughs> It's it's, yeah. it's weird though because the guy that they like give the money to doesn't check it's real until they're already like in the car yeah. like going away. Yeah, and he's like, <laughs> he's not. Well, a you should have checked it like you know when he gave it to you. Like you do. I, I'm <laughs> as a bartender, you check <laughs> the money when it is handed over to you. But this guy who's <laughs> like seriously. Do you think this guy's ever worked in a bar or a service job? Well, clearly not. Yeah, because he's a Fucking rude bureaucrat, ass man. Am I right? <laughs> also, there must be a better way of checking for counterfeit notes than setting fire to it. Oh, I guess this was real. Shit, 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 shit. Every time. <laughs> not again. You just you, you light it off the flaming tequila shots that you've got. Yeah. Um, uh, well, that's yeah, what I was just, doing. Just, just before they, <laughs> just before you let the patrons drink them off your body. Yeah, Katie worked in Coyote Ugly. <laughs> Crazy, horrible bar you work in. <laughs> I assume Coyote Ugly was like that. I didn't actually see it. Oh, fuck! Chateau um, Copley's still in this. He apprehends the yeah. lady as she tries to escape. Sorry, he he, he goes, like, I, I'm putting the gun down. I just want to talk to you. Tell me tell me what happened. So she tries to kill him. And then, yeah. and then he gets angry. <laughs> as and anyone then, would. Yeah, and then he dies. So, <laughs> <laughs> so any kind That's, of moral oh. to the story. Hubris. He's dead. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Don't try and help anyone. Yeah. Uh, classic tragedy. Shakespearean, I would say. Uh, <laughs> fuck. The signal goes off, incapacitating everyone, but oh no, Jimmy yeah. Darmody is immune to the signal and he kills Driver Guy. Oh, yeah. right. I guess he probably Keith. got immune to it when he was a test subject in prison, which they established earlier. Oh, we need to spell that out with a flashback? Okay, cool. <laughs> I killed your brother. Oh. oh. Fuck. Makes sense. Well. Uh, but a whole bunch of cops witnessed him getting immune to the signal, so they probably... Oh no, they did nothing with that and let him go. Great. Okay. Yeah. They literally let him out of prison for killing someone else. <laughs> we can't have him in here. He's too dangerous. <laughs> just let's just shrink the state. Let's just get rid of every, just get rid of the state, Paul. We don't need it. And Katie, sorry, I'm used I'm used to being sarcastic to Paul only. It's fine. Um, I'm just I'm here for no just, reason. It's fine. <laughs> let's just strip it back. We like charities can look after our prisoners and. Um, <laughs> I'm going to run a charity dedicated to keeping the scum off the streets. Gonna be, I'm going to have a little girl collecting money in a, in a paint pot outside a supermarket. Um, she's Aww. she's fucking strapped. So Brick is very cocky about something, and I wonder what it is. Oh, but, oh there's an FBI guy about a county away who kills Darmody. I guess Brick read the script yeah. about that. Yeah. The French have very good eyes, Paul. <laughs> Commonly said, they're like the elves of Europe. <laughs> It's how the Hundred Years' War lasted so long. <laughs> seeing us coming and get running for a hundred years. We're all historians. <laughs> oh, really? God. You guys aren't historians anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I got revoked somewhere around our Pearl Harbor episode. Um, once, in, once an historian, always an historian. That's my motto. That's what my <laughs> grand told me. That's what it says on your mug on your desk. <laughs> and I believe it. That's what it says on your award oh, that you got during LBA. Oh, the, the award I got for being best in the year. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, anyway, moving Surprise on. Surprise award. Um, <laughs> have we got a jingle for that, Paul? <laughs> Look what it got you. Podcasting for fucking me. Oh, All right, jingle for it. So, um, <laughs> the, the, the cops don't kill... Yeah. Well, they explain. They explain their diabolical plan to Brick and then leave him to die, which I'm sure will be great. 
And he's just going to mm. go ahead and do that. Oh, shit! The neurotoxin from earlier! Yay! Um, yeah, got... it's, it's actually a cure for the signal. Um, all you got to do is inject bleach, and you're completely immune. <laughs> Hydroxychloroquine and uh, the rest writes proves... itself, really. The, the test results, everything. Brick proves that he is the only person in this movie capable of killing someone once they are inside of a car, which um, has proven to be absolutely bulletproof for everyone else so far. <laughs> well, he ducked every time it happened to him. And the cops, <laughs> didn't. The cops aren't about to start ducking, Paul. <laughs> Never flinched in the face uh, of crime. They teach you that first day in cops. <laughs> <laughs> day one, lesson one, page one of the cop book. Page of one. Of the crime book. <laughs> um, cop book. Preface, never flinch. Um... Well, look, uh, Lady kills Copley, who's been the bad guy this whole time, Twist. And she <laughs> blows up the signal uh, facility and escapes with shot up Brick. And they get to Canada yeah. and he dies. No, not Brick. <laughs> <laughs> but she loves him. She just said. She loves oh. him, even though she's only known him for like four days. <laughs> and uh, has had hey. one has singular had a... conversation with him in which yeah. she called when him you... a loser. <laughs> 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 I love the way you took that, you bitch. <laughs> what? I'm sorry, I'm kind of sli- I'm kind of psycho. Do you want to make out? Oh, I'm dying. <laughs> I am dying. Oh. That means yes. All right. So- <laughs> yes means oh. yes, and dying means yes. She gets to Canada, and the movie plays a cover of Personal Jesus, which I don't feel they earned. No. <laughs> no, I I was like, what are you doing? And it goes on for another five minutes of travel montage. <laughs> yeah. So, what do oh. we make of the last days of American crime? Oh. <laughs> Brick died. You go first, Katie. Um, do you, do you want me to say good things about it? No, just tell us what you actually thought of it. Um, um, it was really. Do you want bad. me to say good things? No, tell us what you thought. Okay, so the thing was, it is it was it was boring. I yeah, think that's the main boring. thing. It was incredibly long, which isn't necessarily a bad Oof. thing. The Irishman is like five days long, and it's fucking <laughs> awesome. This yeah, is no. is boring and long, and I was confused for most of it. The sci-fi yeah. that I really wanted to be more prevalent was just not there. Yeah, and mm. the main character was a brick. He was literally like, yeah, he had no lines, <laughs> and even when he said lines, yeah. it looked like he w- didn't want to be there. Um, the yeah, sexy chick was sexy, but she was like, it was kind of weird. I don't know if there was, was no like, sexual sexy. chemistry. By the end, I was I needed to play like an hour of Animal Crossing to get over it. So um, <laughs> that's how I felt about it. Standard prescription. Yeah. I mean, that is so common to naught percenters. You know, we, we've reviewed a few naught percenters now and almost always they're just boring. Yeah. Because the movies that are yeah. bad in a fun or camp way will get a couple of good reviews saying, you know, it's shit but kind of fun and it gets like 2%. Yeah. So. Yeah, zero percenters just mean nobody had any fun. <laughs> yeah, just not so even the dumb. people making it. <laughs> Certainly not. Given what did you oh, think? God, yeah. For the most part, what Casey said, the dialogue was terrible, and it meant that the people who were actually giving a fuck still yeah, had right. really dodgy, janky performances because yeah. they were just having to they were having to phrase the weirdest dialogue yeah. and make it sound natural. And thinking of Michael Pitt, who you could tell yeah. was really struggling to make this good. Um, he tried. Yeah. And um, like Shato Copley, what a weird. What was his character? Because yeah, he, he he had about five minutes of screen time, and like yeah. I was saying in the in the in the plot description, it, he goes from being this sort of bumbling 
goody two shoes, ineffectual guy that didn't seem to have any respect from anyone, to then yeah. potentially being a gun nut and and wanting to just get a last bit of vengeance yeah. out. And I thought, you know, this was going to be, uh, you know, this was going to be a very heavy handed um, commentary on police brutality. Mm. But then he dies after trying to pl- placate the hacker lady, and then getting in a fight when he finally flips and starts trying to kill her. Yeah. Um, that was just nothing. It could have just been a fucking rando. It could have been any, like, any extra. Yeah, it could have been just a security guard she has to beat. It was very... I mean, that's the thing. For me, this either needed to be a lot smarter or a bit dumber. It plays mm, a ridiculous yeah. premise straight with no eccentricity or fun. You know, this is like a John yeah. Carpenter premise. It needed to be... It needed to have that kind of cult feel to it. And it yeah. doesn't have yes. the intelligence to explore its premise. You know, security versus yeah. freedom, the value of morality when it's enforced rather than chosen, the idea that crime might actually be a part of American cultural identity and history. Yeah. It's it's just a bank job movie that has this anti-crime signal as a ticking clock, but the ticking clock could just be that the bank is closing at the end of the week <laughs> or moving all of yeah. its money to a different <laughs> facility. You know, the fact that it's a, a microwave thing that's going to make it impossible to do crimes doesn't actually thematically play into anything it doesn't explore what does crime what does the ability to commit crime mean to me in terms of my personal liberties and my own grappling with morality you know it's just it's just another movie that races dispassionately through its overly complex plot to distract from the fact that there's not really anything going on and they just add like loads of explosions and they're like yeah. i mean not even loads of explosions, like explosions but still <laughs> um they don't even really like talk about the impact on society because yeah the, the only shots you get of like people are like you know who are all these people doing crime you know on the streets because yeah. they're poor and stuff but there's even no the like purge had better had better fucking world building than this. Don't mention the purge because that's my one better thing. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. So I get to fine. We're, allow- we're allowed to mention it. Shows how on the ball we are. Um, <laughs> fuck yeah. You could have had a twenty fifth hour premise. You know, force the director. Oh to- yeah. It would have forced the director to make the character relatable because he's going to, if he was going to prison and wanted one last heist, so he could do one at least it'd be like final be- heist. <laughs> yeah, you'd be forced to examine why he was doing it, but. This plot, it just gave um, Megaton the, the <laughs> um, like, can't, just he, he just gave him permission to sidestep yeah. any character development. There was there was nothing. I didn't know anything about this character except his brother died in prison, and that was yeah. just a that was just the instigating incident, really. You know that's true. Um, I don't even know what he's. I mean, I know he wants to get to Canada, but why? Why does he not want to live in a society where he can't commit crime? Everyone wants to go to Canada. Yeah, like, but it, why? that's we, the we kind of get... thing. It's always Canada as well. Like the the Handmaid's <laughs> Tale. Nobody's trying to get to Mexico. No, seriously, the Handmaid's Tale, Canada. Yeah, um, Logan. The and Purge, this? Canada. What's the other Logan. one? There's there's another one. Yeah, Canada. It's Logan. always Canada. Detroit. <laughs> yeah. Canada. Yeah. Um, become human. That is not Detroit by <laughs> Catherine Bigelow. <laughs> yeah. They would have all been happier in implied. Canada. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's true. Subtext. Um, yeah, so he d- he only wants to go to Canada after Michael Pitt suggests it to him. He's not like he, he he's like, hey, he, he what was about aiming, Canada? He didn't have he didn't have a Canada postcard on his wall. And he's like, one of these days, I'm gonna make you happy, bro. Um, he he caresses a Tim Hortons cup and just says, one day. <laughs> he's looking at some fries and 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 a plate of cheese on the and uh, a cup of gravy and going, if only some pan- only. pancakes and maple syrup. It's yeah. like, 
One day, bro, oh. we're gonna make it together. And he scatters his ashes in a Tim Horton donut fucking thing. <laughs> it's yeah, it, there's nothing going on with these characters. It's entirely arbitrary, and that's the worst thing a film can be. Is when it feels arbitrary. Like, what do yeah. we do now? Where do we go? He- you know, here, and it's not driven by characters or actions or choices. Yeah, yeah. It just feels so flat and dull. And the the oh, premise yeah. is entirely window dressing it doesn't actually add to anything no, they could have just got rid of that and yeah like you said just yeah. make it like heist movie and that and that would have cut down like at least Oof. half an hour of the Some, movie yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, oh yeah um, it's it also way um, too fucking long i know we've kind of mentioned that but jesus christ that is self-indulgent to make a movie like this two and a half hours long yeah yeah it's it, 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 considering that you could have cut this down to about 75 minutes <laughs> yeah the extra half an hour just is make a, it a short just make it like 10 yeah. minutes <laughs> um i should i should mention actually i did i did have a, a not name for um for the hacker lady and i think it's only oh, okay. fair that I, so i had not leia sadu slash hillary swank yeah that's pretty good yeah um, i see that i see yeah. the hillary swank actually not swank mm. yeah we'll call her not, <laughs> not swank, swank and we can retcon it that um we've been calling her that all all episode not just hacker lady um her one line <laughs> we'll dub the, you in every time one, we say it the, yeah the one line that made me like throw up a little bit in my throat um <laughs> that she said was like I'm just a girl who likes fast cars and big numbers. Oh, fuck And off. I was yeah, like, that's oh, really God, so this lame. is bad cool writing. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my character. That's all you're getting. Good night, Maybe folks. her. Oh. It, oh, it's like God. someone who just goes, yo, you know me, I'm so random. Oh, I'm, God. I'm, I'm the office The quirky joker. girl. Yeah. You know, I, I just <laughs> like boys. I like hanging out with boys. You know, I'm just like one of the lads. I like playing beer pong. Ha, ha, ha. I just like to speak my mind, you know. I just, I, I like to tell the truth. Oh, so you're a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> and other people we don't like well look <laughs> what we're going to do now is we're going to turn it all around and we're going to quick fire the things that we actually liked about this fucking terrible too long drab movie so let's do that now yeah. Yay! there's a bit where um, Michael Pitt says like with a drink and he says to the last days of American crime like puts holds a drink up he says, and the, the main guy hmm. the look in his eyes you can tell he's thinking, why have I done this movie? Like, <laughs> it's the only expression we ever get. And it's like pure self-hatred. And I loved it oh, so much. Oh, now I hear it out loud. It sounds really bad. I loved it so much. <laughs> that was a great, that was a great moment. Um, I'll say that the premise that the guy, okay, we didn't really explain this death scene at the very beginning, but he's in a bathtub full of gasoline. He's got gasoline smeared all over him. And he says some weird science shit that means that... We don't know how much gasoline is on your lips to light up. But there's enough in this tub. So if you stay real still, maybe this will burn itself out on your face. It's a pretty good saw trap. Yeah, mm. totally. You either burn yourself a bit or, you know... That's actually an easy saw yeah. trap, though, considering the ones we've been watching recently. That's true. Whoa, but it whoa, also... whoa, whoa, whoa! I was all well and good before you started plugging another podcast, but I'm not, <laughs> not having not that. My time. He could though have easily just spat the cigar out of like the fucking yes, that's door. What I was thinking. It was right there. Just spit it like <laughs> yeah. really far. You will have to decide what you want to do. <laughs> oh, no. Matt. I liked the weird dealer guy in the bar who gives he gives oh, him the yeah. neurotoxin. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, at the start, I liked his delivery of things and his his voice in general. Mm. It was pretty good, and I, you know, it was another. <laughs> I I like it when a foreign director fills fills what should be an American movie yes. with loads of his mates, <laughs> yeah. like um, American, and it's just like Alien Resurrection, where suddenly fucking Dominic Pino shows up for no reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that. 
um but yeah so but he was he was kind of comprehensible i um i, I could understand him well enough and um he actually had a decent delivery so that was nice decent <laughs> beautiful decent i've got another decent got another really good face um okay. <laughs> which is i know hard to describe on a podcast but here we go um the first <laughs> guy that you see who has the implant tested on him like the uh-huh. thing he has an amazing face. You know the emoji that's like a screaming emoji where it's blue and it's got his hands up to his cheeks? Oh, yeah, yeah. He looks exactly like that emoji. Like, <laughs> it was uh, Macaulay Culkin. It was, yeah, it was <laughs> like that. I'm not even joking. And he, he was just, he was milking it. He was like, this is my 10 seconds of fame. I'm going <laughs> to scream and do the shock face. And it was really good face. And I was, it was enjoyable. I, I paused. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, of the two sex scenes, who are the two shots that I found to be erotic? Oh, God. <laughs> In ascending order. In ascending order of bonism. Um, this is very much like... Oh, um, I can't remember her name in um, Siberia, acting opposite Keanu Reeves, where he's just oh, given yeah. it nothing, but she manages to actually make it kind of erotic through yeah, overacting. Yeah. Um, uh. <laughs> oh, baby. Whoa. <laughs> Our lady does, like, a bit of that. She... Um, in the bathroom scene, there's a bit where she's kind of writhing quite a bit, and it looks um, mm. it looks kind of angry, which is kind of fun. And then, yeah, there's a there's a somewhat uh, mellower, uh, milder kind of uh, humping going on later on in the bed <laughs> sequence. So, yeah, those two brief moments, I thought, oh, that, that looks like a good time, Aww. and not an awful grab fest in a sweaty, awful bathroom. <laughs> but it was her idea, so more power to her. Fuck yeah, um, get the, it, ladies. The hopeful look. <laughs> get it in a Ladies. horrible bathroom <laughs> by which we mean an sti <laughs> um, yeah. when when shanto copley just wants to go back on the beat i just want to go back on the beat he uh the his commanding officer uh just sighs and goes oh barillo and there's this lady who i guess is she has the clipboard so she's the one who decides what cops <laughs> do beats um, and the the hopeful look Shato Copley gives her when he thinks maybe I'm going to be allowed to go back on the beat is adorable. Oh, <laughs> um, that's nice. And it does it does make me wish that he was in this film. <laughs> he was he was this film that they uh, wrote a film <laughs> right at the end where um what are we calling her not Hilary Swank yeah. not Swank not Swank yeah. um. Where she has got the ashes and she's like putting them in the in the lake, the ashes of brick. Um, it says on the tin nineteen ninety nine to twenty twenty five, and I really oh. liked that they put that small detail of making it in the future, like like five years in the future, to yeah. be like, mm. okay, so we we know this is in the future, but it's in the kind of soon future. Not too yeah. Yeah. So I know that they added that little bit of date so I could like be like, oh, okay, this could happen. Also, how is this guy younger than me by 10 years? I was going to say, did you say 1999? Well, that's the thing. Hold on. This is the thing. She's not scattering. She's not scattering Brick's ashes. According to Wikipedia, she is confusingly, and fuck knows how she managed to get hold of them, scattering Brick's brother's ashes, the one who died in prison. Oh. He didn't look younger than me either, though. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, French director. Time yeah. works differently over there. Um, but um, yeah, I quite like I quite like that little detail. Yeah, that's of, a good like, detail. Futureness. Okay, I have like two action beats I liked, um, and okay. the, uh, these are the only two action beats I enjoyed. <laughs> One of them is um, them shooting through the door in the uh, 
the gangland sequence when um mm. you know they're on one side they're oh, on yeah. the other and there was a bit of dynamicism to you know firing these guns and trying to shoot through the door at people they couldn't see there was something kind of exciting there um and then fake squibs aside it was a pretty decent car chase around the midpoint it's um yeah i don't think we even covered it in the plot synopsis because it was so redundant but yeah, yeah it was uh what was it? It was, I think, um, Brick is trying to chase after some of the guys who now have uh, not swang. And so, yeah, it was. there was some good angles. There was kind of Nolan-esque aesthetic to the whole thing. Yeah. Um, and some relatively coherent camera work. So, And it ends in a good stunt. <laughs> good with the two. Yeah, yeah, it ends in a really good stunt with the two cars flipping flipping over together. Yeah, yeah I, I sat up with that and I, I actually rewound it to double check. Just just to double check. And they did the multi, you know, the multi-camera angle thing and it it was almost cut too cut too much so it looks like assassins an assassin's creed yeah stunt. yeah but just it, it just had enough of the um like the the sequence of the actual crash and the cars flipping that yeah. it looked good so when um shatter copley and again this bespeaks just the tragedy of his underused character when he gets in the cop car about to go on the beat he starts the engine and this music starts and he kind of smiles and so did i because i because <laughs> I, I just felt his fucking gravitas um, you know, it's Chateau Copley's that is, and I thought, oh, okay, we're gonna now find out what's going on with this character, and I got very <laughs> excited for the first Aww. time and only really only time in the movie. God damn it! You see, Chateau Copley, you have an obligation to use your powers for good. You can't be leading people down the garden <laughs> path like this. It just it's breaking people's hearts. Oh, maybe something good's about to happen. No, no. no. Why no. would it? How would it? It's just no. He's <laughs> he's writing checks so his ass can't um, check whatever. <laughs> his ass can't check. And. <laughs> and Kill Bill specifically remind um, warned us against this last week. <laughs> it sure did. Uh, Katie, um, I had one laugh, okay. and that was um, basically there's a bit where um, Brick introduces his guy. Is it Keith? Mm. And um, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Michael Pitt pulls his gun on him to check that he will pull the gun back fast enough. Okay. And then when they both do it, and they both go to put their gun away, he goes. It's cool. I can do it sideways too. <laughs> and I was like, that was quite funny. Yeah, he had a couple yeah. of actually genuinely amusing lines. He um, had one. That was my only I, laugh. I can't remember. I can't remember what he said, but afterwards, when after the guy, it was a typical action movie bullshit of you know, um, guy acts crazy. But then after the guy mm. failed to react to it, he said, all right, "Give me all your fucking money. Give me all your money. You think I'm fucking playing? Really don't understand my humor." <laughs> Yeah, Which, I really like that moment. I, yeah. I think I remember that too. That was good. Okay, I'd say the first couple of moves in the prison fist fight look good. When there's a flashback, an unnecessary fight back, uh, flash fight back, fight back. Um, <laughs> to the flash moment. Yeah, the first little exchange of fisticuffs uh, looked quite good. And then it was cut to shit. And that's great. <laughs> awesome. When Not Swank is um, first, first meets up with the cops, mm. one of them, who like, for a while I was just calling The Wire, um, <laughs> punches her in the face immediately and, oh, yeah. and rather than flinch she just goes please tell your pet moron that if he fucks up my face i have to explain it and the no yeah. cry of pain was was very cool and it showed hey she's a she's a hard ass she's <laughs> not Tough lady. Shit from no one no. not anyone yeah not anyone not the director no. <laughs> <laughs> i hope that's true uh okay mm. uh i have one more and i already okay. mentioned this but there are a lot of explosions and i, I like explosions mm. who doesn't explosion. like an explosion like, God, I, love an I mean, the one at the beginning where he drops the cigar out, yeah, is like 
there's no way that that made that explosion. Yeah, agreed. I did think that. I was like, what? You just killed a lot of innocent people as well. Like, it was like the <laughs> whole tower block went up. Um, yeah, and the guy survived that, which is ridiculous. No, like, if, I was like, if you just are a D-A-D. fire. Yeah. Yeah. If a fire had just broken out of the window, then yeah, that would have been more effective. Um, yeah. But yeah, I like an explosion, and sometimes like it helps cover up how bad the movie is. So like, yeah, just put some <laughs> more in. Mm. Screw it. <laughs> just a dialogue sequences in the background. I'd have appreciated it. <laughs> um, okay, my last one before we talk about the pit is that we all fall into the pit, into the Michael pit. <laughs> is um, yeah, she's with almost dead brick, and she says to him, "If I tell you something, do you promise to forget I said it?" And then he's—he seems to already be dead. And I liked that. I like the idea that she's mm. kind of overly qualified this admission of love, but already it's too late. Like he's already gone and isn't there to sort of play mm. along with this. It was, was a nice sort dead, of. Paul. That's the twist. <laughs> he was dead the whole time. <laughs> this is the the sixth sense. Shit. Um, and weirdly, she didn't know he was there. Um, <laughs> but then he comes back to life and is like, "What did you want to say?" And is like, "Oh, fuck off! I don't care." Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, but for a moment there, it looked like it was going to be kind of a cool moment of, um, you know, anticlimactic death, and I'm always up for that. Yeah. Because, hey, it tends to be. I was a bit too enthusiastic about that. <laughs> I was like, yeah! Yeah! Fuck yeah! yeah. Fuck yeah! I love it when it, you remember that life is meaningless. <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah! The family feud was so weird. I loved it. Oh my god, it was <laughs> so weird. When they all start yelling at each other, and the sisters just, it just cuts to her, and she's gibberish. Just, <laughs> You fucking set me up! You tried to fucking kill me! What kind of sicko fucks his stepmother? I introduced you to her! I gave you the world. You didn't give me shit! Now get the fuck out of you! You didn't give me shit! You gave her everything! Oh, grow up, Kenny! Shut the fuck up! I'm getting a party! Getting a party! Are you He got Auntie Donna weird, and it was um, <laughs> okay. It was just very enjoyable, and I just wish it would have descended into that a bit, a bit more. They needed the yeah. sister around a bit more often, maybe. Um, it was a the movie had a pretty good like the setup at least explained why there were no police around for the action yeah. movies, uh, the action scenes. Right. Um, I thought I thought it was quite neat. I was using the, the premise well. When the burned man turns up again, I found that quite satisfying. Ah. Like, uh, oh, that was something that was early in the movie, and he, he shows up. His face comes in. Um, and it's all burnt. Yeah, his face was grim. Went, oh, yeah, yeah. It was good makeup. Yeah, I went, oh no. That reminded oh, me no. that this was based on a graphic novel, which we haven't mentioned, but apparently, yeah, it, is. it was. I mean, oh. I'm wondering if the the graphic novel is, you know, great, good. You know, like yeah, <laughs> uh, maybe I'll dig it out. It probably is. <laughs> it's probably great. I don't know when you said Nolan-esque earlier. Um, I don't know if you're referring to the speeding truck at the end uh, but there were like some front-on shots of the oh, speeding truck and they looked they were sort of from underneath or like from below so it had that that weight that nolan often brings cool and um finally yeah the whole forced injection was awful oh. but i liked when brick showed up to throttle the guy the music stayed in that moody ambient zone it didn't pick <laughs> up and it i found right. it more effective perhaps than the equilibrium style dan 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 um, <laughs> you know it just kept everything in the same space i right. think and uh cool. that was that was quite effective neat so yeah, okay well there's only one other thing to talk about and that is the performance of the star player the vip of this piece of shit which <laughs> unbelievably is not shalto copley but is in fact michael pitt Yay. star of boardwalk Damn empire it. 
and Hannibal. The very little and the, bit. the American funny games. <laughs> oh yeah, and the American funny games, crucially. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And right. that movie where Eva Green gets naked. So there's something for everybody in his C V. <laughs> Wait, the one where um, she's working at like a school? Oh uh, no, it's she the one where like in she's in a f- stripper school. Oh, she gets naked a few times actually. <laughs> but um <laughs> she did it first with Jimmy Darmody in um that movie where there's a threesome. Anyway. Anyway. Um <laughs> anywho, we can't sit here talking all about the times that Eva Green has been naked, we'd be here all day. That's so, a different podcast. <laughs> let's just focus on this one time she got naked. No, we'll focus on Michael Pitt. Yeah, his great performance in this. It's Well, it's not a great mm. performance. It's a memorable performance. He's playing it for what it is. He is camping it up a bit. He's hinting at the sort of fragile kind of lost kid at the heart of the try-hard, you know, gangster type. Try-hard, die-hard. Yeah. Bringing a vulnerability mm. to it that would have been quite good in the male member of... Um, the fucking rap duo, D'Antwort in Chappie. Oh, yeah. That would have fleshed out mm. that character a bit. And he did remind me of that a bit in the Svesic. Again, there's, there's there's some weird Chappie yeah. connections going on here. I'm going to get to the bottom of it. But in the meanwhile, yeah. Michael Pitt, he's good fun. He has a couple of lines that we've talked about. Um, I like the way he looks shooting people with a shotgun at the end. Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought that was quite dynamic and exciting. And yeah, he's good. He's kind of a tragic figure. Um if he had been fleshed out again, I can actually see how this might have been a good graphic novel. Maybe that's something to look into. Yeah, I can. It's a bit. It's a really big idea, and the length yeah. suggests that there, could, there, yeah. there was supposed to be something big in there. I liked his introduction with, with the five-word monologue. Um, oh yeah, I, yeah. Like, he was. He was definitely towing the line between overdoing it, overbreaking <laughs> the pudding, and not. But yeah, again, mm-hmm. Michael Pitt's delivery made something of that dialogue. I think he was. And the, yeah. I guess the dialogue itself was interesting. At least it had form and um, was yeah. quite effective. It was um, just in that midpoint between Heath Ledger's Joker and Jude Lawtor's Joker. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's a dangerous line to walk. It's very, very dangerous. dangerous. <laughs> um, but, you know, we've been through a few of his moments um, as well. He just generally brought a lot of energy keeping yeah. scenes he was in on edge. And um, the only other one I've written down for some reason is um, when he's kissing Not Swank in the club, he's just staring wide-eyed at Brick. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. After he's like, it's weird, sort of def- behind every great man, there's a woman. Yeah, yeah. Spiel. Yeah. And then just there was just something, it wasn't threatening the way he was staring at Brick. It was just nuts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was um, creepy. <laughs> which I appreciated. There's a great bit where, just one last mm. bit about Pitt. He, there's a great bit where you know where they go in to give the money to the guy in the heist. Yeah. Um, where Brick is driving out. And then yeah. Pitt is hanging to the underneath the car. Yeah. And he like shoots at them from underneath the car. Oh. I was like, yes, he's hanging onto that car with one hand. Yes, he is. <laughs> of course he is. <laughs> fucking weirdo. Loved it. <laughs> Crazy beat strong every single time. You gotta, <laughs> gotta remember this. Um, yeah. And that's pretty much it on The Last Days of American Crime. Thank Goodman. God. Did anyone, <laughs> yeah. did anyone from the OG team step forward to admit having seen this? Let's have a let's have a look, Katie. While I'm doing that, why don't you give us an OG team that I can reverb the fuck out of? <laughs> OG team, love it. <laughs> That's cool. Um, OG okay. team. Nine nine on Twitter. I, do you know what, Paul? Katie, I don't think anyone's seen Last Days of American Crime, <laughs> well, or at least there's a reason for wants that. to admit to it because Netflix's algorithm doesn't let you see it. <laughs> It's actively yeah. tried to stop you from it's seeing literally it. literally is. Like, I've never had to look for a film so hard before on Netflix. <laughs> While right. saturating the market. <laughs> well, thanks cool. very much, OT, team, 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 team. Right, let's quickly go through the one better thing. 
the one better thing. Dun dun dun! It's equilibrium, motherfuckers. Yeah. It's, it's a very campy, very campy premise. Um, yeah. Over the top performances. Um, very on the nose, but it's consistent yeah. and it's yeah. quite. It's pretty tight and it's. It's just. It's just fucking enjoyable because. Oh, I, get, I mean, we did do a whole episode defending it, I suppose. But um, <laughs> yeah, we covered most points. points. <laughs> I don't think um, it needs defending. I think that yeah. it's uh, it's underrated in a way. Yeah. It's kind of cold. It's not without it? its blemishes, but it's it's it's, it's, it's not without of, its credits, ins- i.e., me and the Equilibrium episode. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't love it in spite of that. It's it's because of, right. but also the good things. Yeah, but yeah, um, in interest of brevity, I'll I'll, I'll finish there. <laughs> good stuff. <laughs> Casey, um, my one better thing is the purge, which I know that a lot of people have problems with, but I do not. I love the purge, um, the series in general. One thing is ninety minutes long. <laughs> um, it's got yeah, the, it is short. It's got the premise that is consistent throughout. The premise is like bashed into you in the in the way yeah. that like it's the opposite of this. This is like glazed over. The premise is like in your face all the time you have 24 hours to commit as many crimes as you want scot-free and then the rest of the time it's like completely crimeless apparently um and it's just like a really great stupid movie about people doing loads of crime and the government like kind of controlling crime in a way i know it's kind of the opposite of this in a way but like it's just got that premise of like here's a different way and they really like just cash in on it. There's like I think three films because there's yes, and the... apparently the critical reception. I've only seen the first, and we did cover the first on this podcast. Yeah. but apparently the critical reception does improve with each yeah, one as it you does. go. So. so the the latest one yeah. is the first Purge, um, yeah, which is actually the best right, one. It's yeah. the one I would recommend. There's also yeah. an Amazon original series, The Purge, yeah. and I've seen the first series of that, mm. and it is really great. So. I would recommend yeah. the the series, really. But yeah, cool. I mean, go yeah. for The Purge. Love it. Cool. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And check out our episode on The Purge. Um, Three really quick ones. Oh, shit, there's four of them. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Um, in terms of individual responsibility versus collective security, it's a clockwork orange, obviously, yeah. for a utopian... Um, uh, dystopian masquerading as utopian society as minority reports i've been thinking a lot about re- 21st century spielberg recently and how underrated a lot of it is and minority <laughs> report is really great uh guns akimbo is a really camp movie from a couple of years ago with daniel ah. radcliffe that um has a similar it's really good i think it's um well it's good fun mm. it's again a good example of what this could have been with a bit more camp and a bit more stylistic flair a bit more to harry it. potter it's a bit more harry potter to it you've got to appreciate that <laughs> and finally in terms of a movie about um a heist and going undercover um, and is feeling weirdly topical at the moment. Um, I'm going to go Stone Cold, a movie that Katie and I have oh. seen oh, at the cinema my God, because the of Richard best. Ayuardi. No, it wasn't Richard Ayuardi. It was Charlie Brooker. It was Charlie Brooker. You're right. Yeah. He recommended it. Oh, and my so God. It was so it. good. It was like, yeah. I've made a very Matt camp. watch it. Goodman, have you seen it? <laughs> no, I have not. Oh, my God. It's, it's, it's about, um, the best. it was an attempt to turn 80s football star Brian Bosworth into an action star. His hair is fucking amazing. <laughs> Lance Henriksen's in it. It's about a guy oh, trying fuck. to go undercover with a bunch of bikers, the leader of which is Lance Henriksen. Um, it's extremely campy, very ridiculous, and a lot of fun. So, yeah. It's the yeah. tagline. It's called Stone Cold, and the tagline is cold as a stone. Like that's yeah. the level, <laughs> the level of creativity, like... <laughs> and yet yeah. it is relentlessly fun. It's so good. You have to watch it. Yeah, very good stuff. Okay, that's it for the I one will. better thing. The one better thing. 
So, Katie, how can people hear about you and your endeavours? Well, you can go to my other podcast, Have You Ever Heard Of? If you're interested in history, where we talk about people that you may or may not have heard of. Um, I also have a history blog called myhistoryblog.com. Um, you can follow me on Twitter um, at Katie Writes About or at My History Blog. I've got two, whichever one. Also, I do other podcasts with Paul sometimes on Screen Mayhem. So yeah. while you're checking him out, you can also check me out. Yeah. Oh, so you yeah. check us both out because we hang out a lot. But not Our anymore. really hot profile pictures in which of... I am super buff. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, you can just like, you know, follow me around if you want. Yeah, find her. <laughs> She lives at. <laughs> yeah, here's my address. Um, yeah. That's weird. My mic cut out. Oh well. Whilst I'm uh, fixing that PO problem, box, <laughs> go to the PO box. She's regularly there. <laughs> yeah, and you can send all your various treats. Uh, Goodman, where can people find out about our treats? If you know what I mean. Well, Bayard Hiller over at IMDb says, when you need a man's man movie, go with Stone Cold. Um, but if that's not gonna <laughs> do it for you. You just need to go to Facebook and Twitter, OGT Pod, and you can you can send your Stone Cold vibes our way, and we'll just lap it up because we are fucking yeah. desperate. Oh, we love um, it. Speaking of, if you do want to um, spread the word a bit or leave a review on our um, iTunes page or anywhere, in fact, on the face of a loved one, then you just have you just have to do it. There's there's no link for it. Just do it, and we'd really appreciate it. Live word your life is the best way this gets around. Live your live your life. Live your truth. It's worked out well for many people this year. <laughs> Um, this Donald year, Trump. in the last so, eight days, it's it's been a fucking crazy eight days. I don't know. Yeah, if you've been around. Um, it's been a wild ride, and you can be a part yeah. of that ride at OGT Pod. And um, yeah, um, yeah. But we have a Patreon where for as oh, yeah. a dollar a month, you can get ex- access to exclusive content. Um, comes straight out of the Paul's faces, and uh, this week out of the Katie's faces. Yeah, um, all the Katie's. Doing a DVD challenge where she judges our worth. I've got a feeling she's going to lean towards Paul just to get back at me <laughs> um, for, for for various slights that she may or may not know about. That will definitely come out in the episode on Patreon. Fuck yeah, you want to pay to hear about that? <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I'm Paul Patreon. I've heard about that. And I'm only here for this one episode. And remember, the one good thing about the last days of American crime is that you can all take that long, deep dive into the Michael Pit.